Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. I did it like 
să fii de zi și noapte candel De când le spinul șainte să Fiind de baime de sărse de gazangă Să chimta hele că tu cum o lai da Honesh cansa si bluze nem ze break Hoi vez da gesalz gustit mir vai A fele sinis sinig no farei Zum kretsch mir wele tanzen sei de sai
מתחלת גדולה בנות ערב, צועד במעלה השדרה, חושב על דברים שכאלה, שאחרי שקיעה יש זריחה. שוב יוצא אל הדרך, בצלילה אל תוך מחשבות. גם שלמה בשירו אל המלך, הרגיש אותם רגשות. כי מים רבים לא יוכלו לכבות את העבר. מים רבים לא יוכלו לכבות. מים רבים לא יוכלו לכבות את העבר. מים רבים, מים רבים. החוץ כבר שקע לה השמש, ובפנים נדלק לי האור. פנס שמאיר את הדרך, אליך לחזור. כמו אייל אלפי של מים, כמו מדבר הצמא לגשמים, ושלמה שידע שבעתיים, כתב בשיר השירים, שמים רבים לא יוכלו לכבות את האהבה. מים רבים לא יוכלו לכבות
mistakes Cause we know ancient years are all I'm No, it's never too late to start over again Cause we know ancient
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning, Ari Goldwagen, Yiskaber, you heard Lach Shoke Lecha, my dear friend Moshe Dawoodi, a great, great broadcast engineer and wonderful performer in Israel. Joey Newcomb with It's Never Too Late, you heard Chaim Yisrael and Melech Ozer. Mayim Rabim with Ruli Azrahi, Lama done by the New York Boys Choir, Ari Hill and Eli Marcus together with their third medley off of that album, and of course Regesh, Modani opening things up. 
and we say good morning. It's Wednesday, and this November the 10th, day 6 in the month of Kislev, the year 5782, Tufshin Pei Bays. 58 degrees, 72% humidity, winds are west at 4 miles per hour. Sunny today with a high temperature of 67. Then tonight, clear skies and a low of 46. Partly cloudy for tomorrow and a high of 62 degrees. 76 right now in Yerushalayim. We've got 58 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Well, I'll start the morning by wishing a Mazal Tov and Mabruk to the Ringer and S's families. Last night... We made it <laughs> for for a couple of minutes there. We weren't sure we'd be, able to, we'd be able to make it to Brooklyn last night with all of our different commitments. We made it there. Uh, Stacy and I were there for the big Pidyon Aben celebration of Dennis Ringer, uh, the uh, beautiful brand new baby boy. Uh, and uh, to Anina uh, and Adam and, of course, to um, uh, the Ringer family, Rachel and Dennis, and to the S's family, to Betty and to Morris, and of course, Uncle Alan. We say Mazal Tov and Mabruk from all of us here at JMN. It was just a beautiful, spectacular Pidyon Ben. And uh, to celebrate with uh, two amazing families like that was just great. And um, Morris S is such a darling friend, such an incredible mensch. Made sure to introduce us to everybody and took such great pride in being a... Um, listener and supporter of the work that we do here. Just It was just a, an unbelievable feeling, and I'm so glad that Stacy was there to uh, experience it as well. So Mazal Tov, Mabruk, and we should continue to share many smachot over the years, um, all of us, um, in our families, and of course here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, big day today up in Washington Heights. Those of you who are who are following the news, those of you who are in touch with people who are sports fans, and specifically Yeshiva University men's basketball sports fans, um, tonight's a hot ticket, and, and it's a free event. Uh, but tonight is the home opener for a team that's already making its mark in the Skyline Conference and nationally as a Division Three powerhouse in men's basketball, the Yeshiva University Maccabees. Uh, I am uh, heeding the advice of many, many people who have told me about how early one must be at the arena tonight at the Max Stern Athletic Center in order to be in the game, in order to be in the arena when the game takes place. Uh, I am taking those uh, pieces of advice very, very seriously. I don't know how early I can get there, but we're going to try our best uh, to uh, to gauge things appropriately and to make sure to be in the arena um, for tip-off. Uh, but it's exciting. It's exciting because this team is making its mark as a national powerhouse in basketball and as a national powerhouse in terms of representing the Jewish people. And actually, I should say an international powerhouse in how it represents the Jewish people. I've wished Coach Elliot Steinmetz uh, good luck. He's uh, He seems like he's raring to go for tonight's home opener. Can only imagine the excitement that the team is feeling. And um, we, wish them the, we wish them all the best of luck. Nothing more important to us than the way uh, uh, high-profile members of our faith represent our community. And uh, they do a really, really good job and take that role very seriously. So that's the uh, that's the story as we get set for tonight and the uh, and the start of the 2021-2022 home basketball schedule.
up in Washington Heights. Oh, yes. More coming up. Big day today. We've got, um, uh, we'll talk about the big Yad Vashem event, which looks like it's going to be seriously amazing this weekend, a virtual event online. Uh, those of you who are, who understand the importance of um, keeping the experience of the Shoah uh, at the forefront, what an angle they have for the Yad Vashem uh, virtual gala this coming Sunday, and we'll talk about that coming up. Also, the Atid Society, our friends of the Kushner schools, are going to be checking in. We've spoken with Elon Gold. We know that he's raring to go with an amazing performance on the 21st to support the Atid Society and the Kushner schools, but... What you may not realize is that uh, there's a great cause behind the comedy of Elon Gold. That's, of course, our friends at the, the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. So we'll have a chance to speak with them as well uh, coming up here at JM in the AM. And we'll see what other surprises we can come up with between now and 9 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. We've got a community for the last 38 years. It's called JM in the AM, and I appreciate you being part of it. Mordechai Shapiro next here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
מי לא רוצה שיהיו לו בחיים רק ימים טובים, שמחה תמיד. אין בידינו לשנות הרבה דברים, אבל נוכל עוד להחליט. שלא לדאוג על מה שעוד יכול לקרות, מה יכול להיות שם בעתיד. ולא לבכות על האתמו והשושום, כי יש לנו רק את היום. רק את היום. J.M. in the A.M. with Maishi Tischler, Rock Hayom, Ain Kolokainu, done by Eitan Katz, uh, Mordechai Shapiro's Ain Ode Milvado, Wednesday morning, J.M. in the A.M., 58 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 67. I welcome those of you who are tuned in around the world. My gosh, I have uh, <laughs> I have been uh, lucky. It really is. In this industry, frankly, it's lucky when you um, get to hear from listeners in general, because usually this is a one-way conversation. Uh, but then you find certain things out, which are just amazing. And yesterday on uh, Facebook, <laughs> someone posted, 
how is it that my Egged driver is listening to Nahum Siegel, which was such an amazing boost for all of us here uh, as we continue to welcome people from around the world and all walks of life who are discovering this network and are just appreciating what we provide constantly, 24 hours a day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. It was really cool. <laughs> it was really a lot of fun, frankly, uh, to find that out. And uh, hey, there was some there was some suggestion that they were listening on uh, on you know different services that are provided out there, whether it be Spotify, etc. I think he just had the NSN app. That's what I'm thinking. He probably just had the Nahum Single Network app and was tuned in. That's a wonderful. Wonderful feeling. So thank you very, very much. Assuming, of course, that the egghead driver was a man. I, I, I'm trying to think now if they if they had indicated uh, all they said was egghead driver. So, well, whoever the man or woman was that was driving the bus, thanks for listening, and I hope you're listening right now. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM, tonight up at Yeshiva University. It's Eastern Connecticut State against the Yeshiva University men's basketball team, the Maccabees. Eastern Connecticut State. Then they're on the road Monday and then Tuesday night. They're back home. Oh, that might be a challenge. That might be a challenge because uh, if I do travel Monday, it may be a challenge to be able to be at the game Tuesday night, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure the whole thing out. Uh, It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's all in the background, I believe. There we go. Do our news from Israel coming up. Talk about the uh, Yad Vashem Gala that's happening. Uh, that's happening this weekend. American Society for Yad Vashem invites you to the 2021 National Gala. The Art of Remembrance is a virtual experience this Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, hosted by Israeli-American actress and activist Noah Tishbi. It'll honor the Ettingen family, leaders, and longtime supporters of Yad Vashem. The program will focus on the arts and culture of the Shoah through the unique lens of Yad Vashem. It'll share remarkable musical and artistic works and showcase the creative spirit that lifted Jews during this very difficult period. Information, and we'll talk more about it later. Information, yadvashemusa.org slash 2021 gala. Yadvashemusa.org slash 2021 gala. By the way, yesterday, Shirley Besser, Yisrael Besser was on the air with us couple of amazing brand new books. There's the one about Ramosha Reichman called Building for Eternity. And this one about Birchas Shachar, Modani Through the Morning Blessings, Arise and Sing. A powerful book. A very powerful book. Go to artscroll.com, order the books, use promo code radio for your great discount and free shipping. When you go to artscroll.com, no matter what you order, always use promo code radio. You will be glad that you did. That I can tell you. Wednesday morning, Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from Jam in the AM. Galei Tzal, Mirushalayim, Hashashtayim. Shalom Rav, Baulpan Ehud Graf, Im Mashekorei Achshav. התחזקו החשדות נגד אליעזר ברלנד במעורבות בשני מקרי רצח לפני כשלושים שנה בירושלים. מעצרו הוארך בשישה ימים לאחר שקשר את עצמו למעורבות בשני מקרי הרצח. שישה עצורים נוספים מובאים היום להערכת מעצר. 
מבית המשפט השלום בירושלים מדווח כתבנו שחר גליק. לטענת המשטרה, ברלנד, מנהיג קהילת שוב ובנים, הוא ששילח את תלמידיו לבצע את שני מקרי הרצח של ניסים שטרית ואבי אדרי לפני יותר משלושים שנה בירושלים. השופט העריך את מעצרו עד ליום שני, וקבע כי יש ראיות הקושרות אותו לאירועים. מעצרו של אדם נוסף המעורב בתיק הוארך עד ליום ראשון, וחשוד שלישי שוחרר למעצר בית חרף התנגדות המשטרה. בשעות אלו מתקיימים דיונים בהארכת מעצרם של ארבעה חשודים נוספים. בדרך לחיסון ילדים. בשעה שש וחצי יתכנס צוות המומחים של משרד הבריאות לדיון על חיסון בני החמש עד אחת עשרה נגד קורונה. בניגוד להצגת הנתונים בדיון הקודם, הדיון המכריע והצבעת המומחים יהיו סגורים לציבור. חבר הוועדה המייעצת, הדוקטור דוד דביר, הסביר אצל אמיר איבגי, ההחלטה נועדה לשמור על חופשיות הדיון. יש פה שאלה כבדה שככה יש לה הרבה מאוד השפעות. הכוונה שלנו בוועדה זה בעצם לנהל דיון אמיתי של שאלות ותשובות והחלפת דעות מאוד אינטנסיבית. יש פה חשש באמת לאור האווירה המאוד מאוד קשה שקיימת, שגם אם אתה אומר איזשהו משהו, יתפסו את זה כנגדך, כל הדיון הזה בסופו של דבר מתפרסם ומתומלל. כתבנו לענייני בריאות שי פרידמן מוסיף שבמערכת הבריאות מעריכים לאור הנתונים הקליניים כי המומחים ימליצו על אישור החיסון וכי מבצע החיסון יורחב בשבועות הקרובים בכפוף למועד הגעת החיסונים ארצה. החקירה נגד רשתות השיווק ויצרניות המזון. איש העסקים רמי לוי נחקר בשעה זו במשרדי רשות התחרות. כתבתנו עינב קרנר. לאחר שרשות התחרות פשטה אתמול על משרדי שטראוס ושופרסל וזימנה את מנכ"לי החברות לחקירה פלילית, כעת רמי לוי נחקר במשרדי הרשות. לוי הגיע הבוקר לוועדת הכלכלה והוצא ממנה לאחר שכינה את אחד מחברי הכנסת פופוליסט. החקירה כאמור בראשיתה ולפי החשד נועל קרטל של תיאום מחירים. בימים הקרובים יזומנו בכירים נוספים בענף המזון לחקירה. כתב אישום הוגש נגד דר רחוב מתל אביב, שעל פי המיוחס לו איים על אישה כשבידיו רקטת כתף. עם הפרטים כתבנו בתל אביב, בן נצר. מכתב האישום עולה כי דר הרחוב הטריד עובדת בחנות בדרום העיר, ובשלב מסוים הגיע לעבודתה, נעמד מול הכניסה וכיוון למקום טיל לאו. הוא נעצר ושוחרר בתנאים מגבילים, אלא שאז הפר אותם, חזר למקום ואיים לפגוע באדם שעובד עם האישה באמצעות בקבוק זכוכית. כתב האישום מייחס לו החזקת טיל כתף ואיומים, והוגש לבית משפט השלום בתל אביב. מזג האוויר, ירידה בטמפרטורות, אך עדיין יהיה מעט חם מהרגיל לעונה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Maishi Menlo. It's a, uh, a selection, a medley entitled Soul Stirring off of his Nostalgia album here at J.M. in the A.M. Lipa Schmelzer with a nonstop rock before that. It's Wednesday. It's J.M. in the A.M. and it's November 10th, the 6th of Kislev. Good morning, everyone, and thanks for joining us. 58 degrees, sunshine, and a high of 67. Right now, 76 if you're lucky enough to be in Jerusalem. 58 here in New York City as we say good morning at J.M. in the A.M. 
A couple of things. We will be speaking to the Halperns coming up about the Yad Vashem USA event that's happening this Sunday. That is a um, a really, really well done, it seems, a virtual a gala dinner that's coming up. We'll explain the whole thing uh, here at JM and the AM. Also on Sunday, November the 21st, keep in mind that the New York Marriott Marquis is the place where OHEL's 52nd annual gala is going to be taking place. Congratulations to Mark and Shavy Schlossberg, the Liberty One Group, uh, Usher and Sipora Pollock. And um, in addition to all the honorees, there will be a, a tribute and celebration of the life of Miriam Weiss of blessed memory. It's all happening Sunday, November the 21st, Buffet at 5, program at 6.30 at the New York Marriott Marquis. Information, ohelfamily.org. Again, that is ohelfamily.org. Check it out. And enjoy this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at Gaia Coffee. If you would like an amazing and incredible fresh brewed cup of coffee and you want to do it without the hassle and without the mess, guess what? Gaia is your personal coffee bar. You literally order the uh, brew bags. You make yourself a cup of hot water, boiling hot, please. (laughs) Toss in one of those brew bags and minutes later you have a fresh brewed cup of coffee. It's as simple as that. Our community is reacting really nicely to Gaia Coffee. And now if you go to their website at GaiaCoffee.com, it's a 15% discount with promo code RADIO. GaiaCoffee.com, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. Again, G-A-I-A Coffee.com. We'll talk about the Atid Society event. It's coming up to benefit the Kushner Schools on the 21st of November with uh, Elon Gold. I reminded you that tonight it'll likely be a packed Max Stern Athletic Center up at YU as the men's basketball team has their home opener, which is um, much anticipated for those of us who've been itching to get to a game and actually be there live and in person. So that'll be happening uh, tonight. And by the way, if you're at home tonight and you want to watch a, a live stream of the game, and here's some amazing play-by-play and color commentary. Uh, I'm told that the play-by-play is being done tonight by a very qualified person, as is the color commentary. Uh, Max Live, M-A-C-S-L-I-V-E, Max Live, will be carrying the game tonight starting at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and I'm highly recommending it. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. And speaking of promo code radio, yesterday, Yisrael Besser was on the uh, brand-new books, the one about uh, Ramosha Reichman building for eternity and the one about uh, the morning blessings and the first portion of our Tzfilot every morning entitled Arise and Sing are both highly Highly recommended. Highly recommended. Uh, go to artscroll.com. Use promo code radio for your discount and free shipping. Go to artscroll.com. No matter what you order, use promo code radio for free shipping and your discount. And believe me, with this uh, purchase, you'll be very, very happy. Two really insp- two different books, but really inspiring books by Yisrael Besser. Wednesday morning, J.M. and the A.M., a drop early for Rabbi Goldwasser. His words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebnerbeosavalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basrebeosavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Mishlei, Me'eris Hashem Beves Russia, that the blight 
that the upset of Hashem is on the house of the wicked. But Hashem blesses the house, the dwelling place of the righteous. The Zerashim should ask a question. Why is Russia written in Lashon Yochid, in the singular tense? Tzadik is written Beloshan Rabim, in the plural tense. We have the exact opposite in Mishle, where we read, Zecher Tzadik Livracha, the remembrance of a righteous one brings blessing. V'shem Rishoim, but the name of the wicked, Yirkov, will rot. We learn in Yuma, Om Rabbi Elazar, Tzadik me'atzmo, v'rosho me'chabero. Tzadik is recalled favorably because of his own merit. However, the Russia is recalled unfavorably even for the actions of his friends, of his wicked counterparts. The Zerashimshin comments that that helps us to understand the law of Tzoraas. Negat Tzoraas, it says, Oy Russia, oy l'shcheno. Woe is to the evil person, woe is to his neighbor. When the wall breaks out with saras and there's leprosy, they have to break that wall, even if it's a common wall that is shared by both the tzaddik on one side and the rush on the other side. So we see that the tzaddik has to suffer because of the rasha. That's if the tzaddik is by himself. However, if you have two tzaddikim living near each other, then the dwelling pace of the tzaddikim is going to be blessed. It will be protected. A person once came to the great Gerarebbe. He wanted advice about a certain house he wanted to purchase. The individual described all of the milas and the chisronas, the pluses of the house, the minuses, its location, its construction, and other specifics. The Gerarebbe interrupted him and he said, I want to ask you a question. Which direction... Do the windows of the house face? What will the children see when they look out those windows? Will they see good sights? Or will they see other types of sights? The Rebbe continued, In that neighborhood where the house is located, there is a famous hangout. If that can be seen from the windows of the house or the porch, I'm telling you don't buy the house. If you will not be able to buy the house, or never buy a house, don't worry. The chinuch of your children is far more important. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
city be marching out Hunt a victory without a doubt To corners for we marching happily Nation after nation we are conquering Shluche yadgeinu To bring Mashiach tikkeinu J.M. in the A.M. Yoni Eliav and company with uh, Ashrenu. Wednesday morning broadcast. J.M. in the A.M. Reminder, yesterday was uh, quite a day with the Shruli Besser, the uh, book about Ramosha Reichman, and then the book uh, about Birchos Ashachar. Those of you out there who heard the interview, I'm sure you agree that uh, both are worthwhile. Uh, if you didn't hear the interview or if you're not familiar with it, you have to take my word for it. Just two rem- amazing, amazing um, uh, jobs by uh, Yisrael Besser. You can go to artscroll.com, use promo code radio, save with a nice discount, and of course, free shipping. Always use promo code radio at artscroll.com. JM in the AM at 24 minutes before the hour. The American Society for Yad Vashem invites you to join them for their 2021 National Gala, the Art of Remembrance, a virtual experience scheduled for Sunday, November the 14th, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It's hosted by Israeli-American actress and activist Noah Tishbi. It'll honor the Ettingen family, leaders, and longtime supporters of Yad Vashem. The program will focus on the arts and culture of the Shoah through a unique lens of Yad Vashem. It'll share remarkable musical and artistic works and showcase the creative spirit that lifted Jews during this very difficult period. 
For information, it's yadvashemusa.org, yadvashemusa.org slash 2021 gala. Board member and um, and gala chair of the Yad Vashem USA get-together this coming Sunday night, our good friend Jeremy Halpern is with us live via telephone to discuss further what will be happening this coming Sunday night. Jeremy Halpern, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here and talk about such a special event that uh, really is so impactful. And I really think that everybody that uh, joins in with us on Sunday is going to feel that way and be incredibly moved. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about our conversation at Congregation Eitz Chaim a few months ago, and we were talking about uh, uh, this generation getting involved and and really continuing to um, uh, work hard on behalf of institutions like Yad Vashem. And what's interesting is you you, 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 you... you look at this event, and it is very different than what people would normally think about a Yad Vashem gala, when art and music and things that are generally considered really upbeat and uh, and prominent uh, activities, um, you know, make their way into a Yad Vashem gala. I-, I think we're talking about something very different and something very special. Uh, I, I agree. It is, and I've been going to Yad Vashem dinners for almost my entire life. <laughs> uh, and they they had the sort of normal process and what the dinners were, and they were always powerful and special. But there there was a big component to it. Was we had survivors there. We used to go to a dinner, it'd be a thousand people in the room, and you had hundreds of survivors. And unfortunately, as you know, Nachum, we have very few left. I, I still feel so blessed that my grandmother, thank God, is is wonderful, is ninety four years old, and lives down the street from me. But it's just not the case in, in most families anymore. So we had to come up with a way to have people connect without having the survivors in the room, especially in a year like this where we still had COVID going on and and we had to make the tough decision to go virtual again. We had to find something that was different and special. And the idea of combining actual uh, art and music that was created during the Holocaust in the midst of the most horrific and, and horrible time Jews have ever experienced and bringing it to life today in a way that Everybody, and especially the younger people, we have a very strong young leadership inside of the American side of the other Shem. And doing it in a way that can connect to them and bring them and make them feel and understand what was going on at the time and show just how that human, uh, uh, um, the the ability of the human spirit to to, to fight through such an emotional time and such a terrible time, I think it it, it really works. And I I happen to have seen some of the uh, drafts that we're working on of, of the actual gala and the videos. And it is incredibly, incredibly impactful. Yeah, I can only imagine how powerful it is. And again, you know, uh, off the cuff, it's probably the last thing people think of, art, music, culture, uh, what it meant to those who were uh, in such dire circumstances. And, and, and sure enough, leave it to Yad Vashem to bring it to the forefront and really educate uh, um, educate us in terms of what people went through and, and what they were focused on, even in the height of a terrible tragedy. Jeremy Halpern's with us live via telephone. We're talking about the Yad Vashem event that's happening this coming Sunday. You are invited, and it literally is a national gala uh, being presented as a virtual experience called the Art of Remembrance. It'll stream nationally at 7 p.m. Eastern time, has wonderful honorees, a great guest host, and information about the whole thing. You could speak to a Rochelle Grossman, rgrossman at yadvashemusa.org, rgrossman at yadvashem.org. USA.org or the phone number is 646-970-4956, 646-970-4956. Another thing I thought of, Jeremy, and there's no doubt that many cities around the world, kolakavod to them, 
have done what they what they uh, made a commitment to do, which is you know erect their own Holocaust memorials. In many cases, Holocaust museums. But obviously, and for obvious reasons, nobody does it like Yad Vashem. And obviously they were the first, and I can only imagine the artifacts and the information and the personalities that are available to them. I mean, again, with, with, with so much being done in terms of focusing on the Shoah, uh, you're literally talking about an institution that is, uh, uh, is the best at this. And can, I can only imagine the type of, of artifacts and the type of cultural pieces, music and art, they've been able to discover over the years that'll be part of Sunday's program. It, it truly is astonishing. I've actually had the privilege and, and the pleasure to be there and, and, and to go and see into their archives and watch how they, first of all, reconstruct a lot of the stuff that comes in and not the best shape uh, and how they preserve it and the amount of time, effort, and money that they're spending on making sure it's preserved forever. Uh, they, they, um, and they presented in this show, they, they have over 200 million pieces in their archive. I was wondering about the number. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. And they have, I I, I want to say the number is 40, but I believe they have 40 full-time experts working on, 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 you know, uh, working on this collection and making sure to index it in such a way that in the future people can go and and really learn from all this and and be able to experience it. And it's incredible. Uh, The art that's in there, the music that comes from it, the, the, just the instruments, they literally, you're going to hear on, on Sunday's show, uh, instruments that were that were used during the Shoah are, are still available and being used today uh, in, in ways to commemorate. It, it's it's truly it's truly incredible. Isn't it funny, by the way? How uh, and I don't know if you think about this, but I, I thought about this in advance of this event. Isn't it interesting? With with again, you know, so many Holocaust memorials and and and, and cities and organizations paying tribute to the six million. And God bless them. Thank God that there's that recognition. But isn't it amazing that that American Jewry in your grandfather's and parents' era, isn't it amazing that American Jewry, who are survivors or came from survivors, felt that supporting Yad Vashem from six thousand miles away was the priority? That was the first thing that had to be done to make sure a strong Yad Vashem was there forever. Then, of course, you know everything uh, decades later uh, started to sprout forth. Uh, but I find that interesting that they didn't leave Yad Vashem as an Israeli project or an Israeli government project, but they felt the importance of establishing Yad Vashem USA. It's true. And uh, honestly, I, 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 my grandfather and my grandmother were among the first to be yeah. involved in this. And, and uh, of course, with Elias Vorovsky, uh, who was the incredible founder and, and, and just visionary with all of it. And uh, Yad Vashem was always just the receptacle of, of all, of every, all the efforts in the beginning. Had to go to Yad Vashem to make sure that was it because that's it, it's Yad Vashem. It's in Yerushalayim. It's in our yeah. eternal capital. There, there are incredible museums, and thank God for it. In in so many major cities, and the, you know, United States Holocaust Memorial Museum sure. is an unbelievable institution that I'm very involved in and I care a lot about. Uh, but Yad Vashem is the original. It's the one. It's a law in Israel that it had to be there. Thank God. And you're right. The Jews in the whole world come to it. When, when we go to Yad Vashem and we go on missions with them and we go there to support, where we're there with with Jews from. Uh, South America, Jews from Central America, we're there from Jews from Europe, everywhere in the world, people come, they go to Yad Vashem. It is, it is, it is the, the first and, and most important receptacle of all Holocaust-related items. I didn't even realize, folks, until this experience with uh, the Yad Vashem Gala this coming Sunday, that they actually have offices and hubs in places like New York, obviously, but also California and Florida, a lot of uh, uh, different uh, satellites around the United States. And we should mention, I know I'm talking a lot in the abstract, and we'll get to Sunday's event, but uh, I'm, 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 I'm anxious to bring this up. We have to mention 
uh, that it's not just money that's being invested from thousands of miles away that's only being utilized there. There is programming that Yad Vashem provides to promote Holocaust education, to train educators around the world, to to help those who want to bring the story of the Holocaust uh, to the next generation, you know, to the best of their ability. So it, it is an investment in, 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 in a, a building, a project, and an institution that's in Israel, but really American Jewry is benefiting from it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we do it on two stages. The American Society, if you have a Shem, does education in America and puts on programs in America. And we have a school inside of Yad Vashem that trains tens of thousands of teachers from around the world and has programs going on all year, both in, in person and virtually, that are, are incredibly powerful because, you know, if you teach one teacher, yep. you could teach hundreds or thousands of students over the years. And, and it, it, it just is a compounding effect that, that is just magical. All right, everybody out there, listen carefully. The event is Sunday. It's going to be virtual, an opportunity really. I mean, the, the one benefit of the of the whole virtual thing is that it's an opportunity for everybody to be part of a uh, an amazing dinner, an amazing gala, an amazing program, and do it from the comfort of your home. And obviously, it's not just limited to those who geographically can get to a specific place. It is open to everybody, certainly around the world, but obviously we're concentrating on the United States. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time this coming Sunday. Uh, what can you tell us about Noah Tishby? I know that the, that the, we're talking about a very high-profile uh, guest host. I, I guess that in and of itself tells us that this is a high-profile event. Uh, uh, absolutely. She is an incredible person. Uh, I just when, when you watch her, you see the aura that comes off of her. She's highly intelligent. She's motivated. She's an activist. She's a singer. She's, a, she, she's, a, she's an actress. She's a producer. Uh, I really I don't know if there's anything she doesn't do, but uh, she captivates a room, and she does so uh, on the screen as you watch. I was watching it yesterday, and she really helps this entire uh, event come to life. And you know, it, it's a difficult topic to talk about uh, when you're bringing up Holocaust remembrance and memorial. Uh, it, she, she helps to smooth that over and to make it that it's something that honestly, there were times I had tears in my eyes throughout the program. But it, it was an emotional program, but a wonderful program. And, it, and she, she's she's the glue that puts it together. Then, to me, if art and culture is the focus, she is the perfect guest host for this. So she will be hosting this coming Sunday. The Ettingen family, Rochelle Orley, and the Ettingen family, and Doreen and Neil Davidowitz and Jonathan Silver, all honorees, is coming Sunday. And you mentioned uh, off the air that the Ettingen name is one that you've become very familiar with over the years. One of the backbones of support for what's happening with Yad Vashem in America. Definitely an incredible family. Uh, their patriarch, uh, who, um, Max Edmund, uh, had an amazing story. He, very, very similar, actually, to my grandparents. So I really connected with the story, and I, I've known for, I've known the family for many, many years. They're, they're great supporters of, of the whole mission of Yad Vashem and Holocaust Memorial Museum uh, of Education, um, and really are continuing to do so. And now with their multiple generations involved, I mean, you're talking about uh, Rochelle Edigen as, as the matriarch, right. and you still have children and grandchildren, and thank God there are even great-grandchildren, that God will only be part of the fourth generation of Yad Vashem supporters. But they, they are active and wonderful, and they, they, they've been so supportive. And at the same time, they even said, you know, we want to push this even further, and they've been offering right now a match of a dollar-to-dollar for the next two weeks or the next ten days. Uh, uh, for everybody, everybody's new gift or increased gift. So I ask people to please help because this is the time every dollar gets doubled and it, it, it can be a, a, a really um, exciting and wonderful opportunity to, 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 to promote Holocaust Remembrance Memorial and education. Wow, that's really good to know. 
Uh, listen carefully, everybody. As Jeremy Halpern just said, for the next 10 days, we're talking about the middle of November where a lot of people are considering what to do in terms of year-end donations. For the next 10 days, the honorees that we just mentioned have offered to match all new gifts or increased gifts dollar for dollar. So literally everything you give uh, for Sunday night's gala um, it will be matched by the honorees, which is an amazing offer and something that everyone should take advantage of. We love when our dollars go a long way, and in this case, they're going uh, at least twice as long. I have a feeling. I have a feeling in the abstract, it may be even more than that. But certainly, um, when you give uh, any donation, that donation will be matched. And finally, Jeremy, it just and this is. It seems that when you and I get together, whether it's in person or on the phone, this always become a to- becomes a, a topic of discussion. That's young leadership, and you mentioned it earlier. You alluded to it that there's a very active young leadership group in Yad Vashem, USA. You would think. Or many would think um, that because of the nature of the organization, uh, only those from a quote-unquote older generation would be passionate and would be involved in the cause. And you're telling me it's exactly the opposite. To what do you attribute such an active young leadership to? Actually, I have to go back to Eli Zborowski, who had the vision to work with uh, Carolyn Massell, who was also a board member and was the first head of the Young Leadership Associates. And they really pushed to start the program and developed it into a point where we had we had our own gala going on every year with seven eight hundred young people coming, and uh, it was really uh, amazing to see. And uh, actually, my wife Abby took over uh, with uh, Barry Levine uh, a few years afterwards and helped to continue it to grow. And now that young leadership group that were in their early twenties have all moved into their thirties, and some of us are even our forties, probably technically not even young leadership anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> but we started going on missions with the, with, with everybody else in Yad Vashem. And we created what we now call the mission mishpacha. And it, it, it created this really dynamic group of people from all over the place, but who, who love working together for this sacred mission. And it, it, that, that glow, that enjoyment and excitement really helped to bring in the new young leadership. I'll call it the fourth generation leadership, of which I'm very proud of. My daughter was the first member of the fourth generation, and, and I, I hope many, many more will join her. Uh, and I see it already happening. And uh, how, really, how, how, old so is your, how old is your daughter? She's 18. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, I'll tell you. What an incredible tradition. What an incredible chain of Missouri you have in your family. Um, you heard everything, folks. It's very. Uh, by the way, will you be watching from Livingston, New Jersey, on Sunday? Is that your plan? Of course, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I honestly, after watching it last night, the, what I think is almost the final version, it's so impactful and, and powerful to me personally, and I think everybody will feel it when you see how they intermix the art and the music and the world of of, of memorial and, and Holocaust. It's it's something like I haven't seen before. And uh, I really hope everybody will join us. Uh, it's, it's free to come. We hope everybody will donate. And, of course, right now, if you do so, it's a double impact. Right. Uh, but please, please, please watch it because, most importantly, just being part of it on Sunday, that one hour that you give to us, is, is, is helping to push on the entire purpose of Yad Vashem. Now the, that's education, that's memorial, and that is part of the museum. Oh, 100%. And, and it's, it's such an amazing angle. It is such an amazing angle. Uh, talk about perseverance of Jews. Talk about, you know... Talk about ultimate victory against the enemy. Uh, art and culture, uh, frankly, had a lot to do with that, uh, keeping the Jewish spirit alive. And it's a wonderful angle, and I hope everybody takes advantage by watching and learning this coming Sunday night. Uh, you're invited, everyone. The American Society for Yad Vashem, the 2021 National Gala, from the comfort of your own home. It's called The Art of Remembrance, a virtual experience Sunday, this Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. 
hosted by Noah Tishby, honors the Ettingen family and many distinguished honorees, as we mentioned. The program will focus on the art and culture of the Shoah through the unique lens of Yad Vashem, and it will share remarkable musical and artistic works and showcase the creative spirit that lifted Jews during this very difficult period. Abby and Jeremy Halpern, the gala chairs, and I encourage you to go to yadvashemusa.org slash 2021gala. Yadvashemusa.org slash 2021gala. And uh, as you heard, it's totally free, but everything you give is now being doubled over the next 10 days by the honorees, so take advantage of that amazing deal. Jeremy, always a pleasure. Best to your entire family and, of course, to Abby. And good luck Sunday. I hope it's a massively successful event for uh, the American Society for Yad Vashem. Malcolm, thank you so much. You're always such an amazing host and pleasure. I appreciate very much the time with you this morning. My pleasure and continued success. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Thank you. 
That Lamont Yerbu selection, I think, worked out really well from Diaspora. I think worked out real well in the uh, aftermath of our conversation about the uh, Yad Vashem Gala. If you think about it, a um, a Pusik that talks about, uh, well, to a degree, uh, talks about um, a long life and future generations. Wednesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM with 58 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 67. Lucky enough to be in Jerusalem, you're at 76 degrees. Here in New York, 58. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NahumSegal.com, and the NahumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, some people who are listening to this radio show this morning might say, Hey, it seems like it's all Halpern all the time. <laughs> we had a great conversation with Jeremy moments ago. And now as we um, uh, head to the Atid Society event, which is happening on Sunday, November the 21st, uh, to benefit the JKHA, Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy, and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School Atid Society, uh, which obviously supports the schools, uh, we get to introduce uh, half of the amazing... Uh, uh, chairs of the Atid Society, Batsheva and Murray Halpern, 
are the founding chairs of the Atid Society, and Murray is with us live via telephone. Murray, an absolute pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be back. Uh, I think the last live spot we did uh, during pandemic, you came uh, earlier this year to uh, Livingston right. for a live spot. That was great, and uh, and 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 you know it's wonderful. Bachev and I are very excited for the upcoming event and to uh, to you know to again to be back live in the theater. Please God, <laughs> which is uh, after, great. <laughs> after having to pull off a live from Israel virtual event uh, a year ago. And that was a, a big focus uh, of that. And, and every dollar goes to, uh, you know, improving the product that we, you know, our children uh, are the product. Uh, the, the factory is the yeshiva and the product is the students. And, and every dollar is reinvested to uh, making a better product and environment for them. And, and with all the extra stuff of uh, keeping it extra safe during COVID, which I got to give the school all the credit. They really yep. pulled it off. They're, they're a model for how to, uh, you know, how, how to safely uh, conduct things. Yeah, it's something we discussed with Rabbi Rubin, the head of school at Kushner, uh, more than once during the pandemic, and no doubt it'll come up today. He'll join us in a couple of minutes right here at JM in the AM. Um, and we should mention, Murray, that the uh, you know a lot of school events are literally school events, which which is fine, meaning that the uh, uh, the parent body, friends of the school, etc., are invited. Uh, you've made an effort over the years, really, to make this open to the public. I mean, if there's seats available, you'll you'll take people from far and wide to come and enjoy what is always a high quality, really great theater show. Uh, and look, we, we've we've already been privileged. We've already been privy. Uh, to an amazing preview by your star, Elon Gold. You know that he made he made a uh, a, a legendary appearance on JMM. I know it's legendary because people are quoting him all the time to me in terms of some of the lines he had that morning. And it must be really gratifying for you not just to reopen and have a real theater, but have a really uh, a really cool act that uh, that you know has gotten national attention over the last couple of years. Thank you, Nachum. Uh, it's been great and working with Elon. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we're really looking forward to, to, you know, having him come in, and you know, we we envisioned something, and we had to say, okay, in case in case uh, things get worse, you know, uh, Plan B or Plan C, but we're sticking right now with Plan A, and uh, we've gotten uh, clearance. So first of all, thank God we have this beautiful uh, uh, theater um, named for uh, the Bernard Epstein and and Dr. Stein of the uh, uh, you know, my, um, in inside, in, not many schools have such a facility to have right. to go go right. somewhere for that. Here inside the building, in the school, this dedicated 500 seat theater, and which for all these years hosted this event, and last year couldn't was empty, nobody could be there, and this year we have clearance for at least half a house <laughs> to, uh, which would be about 250 people, and we've decided to do a a kind of a. You know, the show is, you know, is a comedian, uh, a top comedian, but a, a kind of Broadway. The concept was when you go to Broadway, uh, you, you can get uh, drinks and snacks. So we're going to have a l'chaim beforehand uh, instead of our traditional full dinner. But uh, we'll get to that next year, please, God. Uh, but uh, a safe, safe environment, a fun environment. Uh, an important environment because these are all the people who really uh, have uh, stepped up and, and donated, and, and uh, I, I'll uh, 
a little preview of, of what's to come uh, during the show, but that uh, uh, we are uh, well on the way to uh, meeting and exceeding uh, our uh, our budgeted goals. And, and, and it's, it's vital money. This money, the people who are listening who might donate, this money goes right through the budget. This, it is called the Atid Society. With the, uh, I'm adding in a tagline this year that the future starts today. Right. Uh, because, because, you know, the now is the present. The present is very important, but, but we have to also plan uh, for what's ahead. And, uh, and the money raised uh, just goes right into the budget and uh, improves every student's uh, experience and more students get involved through this uh, underwriting and this funding. No question about it. A lot of families are blessed to be uh, recipients of the uh, assistance from the school and, of course, um, uh, the fact that <laughs> generous donors help meet the budget of the school keeps it going in a very, uh, um, a, in a tremendous fashion, one that really flourishes. Uh, Kushner Schools Atid Society event. Elon Gold is a star of your Curb Your Enthusiasm fan. Yet another reason for you to come down. Sunday, November the 21st, Livingston, New Jersey at the beautiful theater. Lauren Shapiro is the contact. She's the director of development there at Kushner. The phone number is 862-437-8192, 862-437-8192, or uh, lshapiro at jkha.org, lshapiro at jkha.org. Rabbi uh, Ellie Rubin is with us, head of school at the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey. Rabbi Rubin, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's always a delight, and uh, thank you, Murray and Batsheva, for being such great share people of this wonderful epic event that is uh, a cultural icon of the Kushner Academy in, in particular and our Jewish community in general. And Nachum, you uh, set the standards for all cultural icons. <laughs> uh, you bring all cultural icons to life. You bring... Uh, Judaism to everyone's living room and cars. So we're very grateful to have this opportunity to be on your show this morning. Well, I appreciate that very much. You know, you know, I cherish my conversations with you, and today is no exception. Um, you know, Rabbi Rubin, I don't want to be crass. I don't want it to sound that way. But frankly, after what Murray just described, being able to meet a goal last year during COVID, being able to exceed this year's budgeting goal with the Atid Society event uh, for 2021-2022, uh, if if a if a head of school would say, just give me the money, just give me the budget, and I will provide for you excellent education and wonderful student experiences, I don't think that that's a a far stretch. I think sometimes the only thing holding back from great educators like yourself to get it done is in fact a robust budget. It must be a great feeling knowing you have this backbone of support. It it, it the backbone and its partnership. Uh, you know, our donor community keeps on uh, setting the high bar and inspiring us to try and do even more. And the belief that they have in us as a school and uh, our ability to keep on re evolving and refining and enhancing our educational program as it's stated in the mission is exhilarating and it inspires the donor community. So it is a virtuous cycle of goodness. And uh, we're very grateful to the Halperns in general and Marian Bacheva in particular and all of our donors uh, that see the need in the present and extend uh, their investment and their support well into the future. And so much of the success that we're seeing today literally is because of what we invested in ourselves five years ago, whether it's in capital improvements or programmatic improvements. And, and we're a big, small school. We're, not, we're, we're big enough to offer 
fantastic opportunities and gives students resources to cultivate curiosity and find their voices and everyone matters. Um, but we're small enough that everyone in the school has a place and has a seat at the table and we care about each one of our students as part of the whole community and each one who is the center of the universe of somebody's family. Um, and uh, that educational philosophy permeates the experience. It's palpable from the three-year-olds all the way to honor Tom within 12 and BC calculus. Uh, we set expectations, we have standards, and we support and we give care so children can reach out of their comfort zones with a degree of concern or a degree of, uh, of, 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 uh, of reverence for learning but recognize the achievement and the self-esteem that comes along with it. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I, um, <laughs> I've always been impressed by how you make sure to allow students to thrive in whatever area of interest they may have, especially if it might be not, not just off the beaten path. That's not a fair way of putting it, but even if it might be not a strictly classroom activity, and I've seen this up close and personal where I've shared with you how the school has been supportive uh, I'm thinking of a specific student, and you know who I mean, but in general, the school has been so supportive of those who want to pursue you know, other areas of work in Jewish life or other areas of work in, in secular life that are you know, meaningful and, and part of either education or, uh, or what we would call extracurricular activities. And that is such an important message and such an important thing for today. By the way, I have to ask you, if in our day when we were in elementary and high school, and this is not a criticism of, of the people who supervised our schools, uh, it was a reality back then, if there was a meeting every year or every half a year about changes that needed to be made and tweaks that had to be instituted in the school and staying ahead of the curve, etc., I, I would imagine meetings and get-togethers like that have to happen a lot more often these days. With the world changing on a dime, sometimes within hours, are, are there regular encounters with your staff where you're trying to figure out how to stay ahead of the game? Constantly, Nachman. You're, you're very astute. Um, the first is to create the foundation for consistency and reliability, and that the school is a place where children feel safe and secure, and learning is robust. On top of that, we have to find opportunities for students to find their portal, their place. So when they open through that portal, they feel part of the entire school community. And the faculty is constantly refreshing our programs through the mission. I mean, this is an example. Uh, we have a great uh, you know, homeless awareness club in the high school. It gives kids really an opportunity to reach out and to appreciate their civic responsibility and to the greater community. And then we reach down to the second graders to do a to run a, a clothing drive, and to see the second grade students working hand in hand with the high school tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade students is just so exhilarating because we know we're able to transmit the culture of goodness from student to student, and uh, that type of service learning is the uh, is the actual manifestation of our commitment to Torah and mitzvot, and it doesn't have to always be articulated explicitly, sometimes it's subtly articulated, and that kind of subtlety makes a big difference. But getting back to your question, um, I'm really concerned about how quickly the landscape is changing. And, uh, you know, we were ahead of the curve when it came to Israel education. We recognized that there first has to be an emotional connection to Zionism and religious Zionism and and our allegiance to Israel. And then we recognized as we evolved that that's not enough. Students need a real academic 
anchor understanding the Jewish history from the 1800s to the, to the current day. So when they get to college campus, it won't become a screaming match. It will be really substance, right. and they'll be able to speak in an informed way. Uh. But as of last year, now we recognize that we have to go much further than that because all of the issues that are being raised today in the general world is getting, are being percolated in the college campuses yep. and turning uh, the intersectionality of uh, the condemnation of Israel and of Jews has now reached new proportions. So as, uh, as Murray's brother said, David said to me, he's not surprised that there's anti-Semitism. He's just surprised that it took so long right. to get to the surface. Oh, so now we have, to, we have to now kind of retool and understand, all right, how do we prepare students for dealing with, on one hand, recognizing the real issues of racism in this country, but at the same time keeping our, 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 our own mission pure and untainted and not become dragged into this kind of this, this, uh, this mudslinging that's going on in the country. We and, have to rise above it. And the, so that's a new evolving challenge. And the anxiety that you must have and your staff must have, and I, I mean this seriously because, yeah, frankly, you know, there's some schools out there that you know, students are on, you know, on one specific track in terms of what they're doing after high school and after Israel. Uh, your students, call a kavod to them, could end up on on any college campus in this country, frankly, depending on their pre- right, depending on their preference, depending mm-hmm. on their on their expertise, depending on what they want to pursue. And and it, absolutely, and, and just like your own child who'd be doing that, you'd be saying to yourself, "My God, I hope they're they're doing okay on that campus." Just with all the vitriol that's out there. Imagine you're doing this times God knows how many students as you're concerned about what's going to happen uh, in the aftermath of, of high school in right. Israel. It's a very, right. very important point, and, and we don't spend right. – parents have to pay careful attention to this. You can't, right. you can't do this alone. Family has to play a big role in this. Absolutely, and I, I heard that Rabbi Meir Salvechik in the Bible 365 quoted Scalia when he spoke to Congress and said that universities are a place of knowledge. They're not a place of wisdom. Right. And uh, the values have to come from what we launch them at this point. The, even for the students who spend a year in Israel, their, their, it, their value system isn't going to be challenged. But they, the, the, as you said, kind of the vitriol and the vehemence uh, and, and the, the extremism of the constant re, redefining what's accepted in American culture and postmodernism for us is now has to become a new conversation because it's one that's not only including Israel, but it's including the very essence of Judaism. Uh, so our, our task has become expanded, and I think that you know the conversations used to be in the adult world and how to manage the adult political landscape, but now this conversation for the adult world has been drilled down very strongly right into the college world for our young adults. So, uh, yeah, and I do feel that. And um, you know, but life here because th- there's a, a sense of balance and there's intellectual honesty and there's every conversation we are not afraid to get to the issues here. We have a once a week speaker that once every week this year. That was able to bring out and tease out some of the complications so students can begin engaging them here where it's safe and they can discuss them with intellectual honesty and with a sense of safety. And uh, look, we can't guarantee that every student will graduate with the, uh, the knowledge and the literacy and how to engage a society that's changing by the day. But I do feel confident that because we're giving them the skills, both the knowledge skills and the conversational skills, that they'll be the ones who will be able to meet this head on. How many years are you head of school at this point? Um, I'm in my 15th year here at Kushner. It's great. I'm still so privileged, Nahum. It's uh, a privilege of a lifetime to be uh, have an educational impact on on our children in, in, on one level, and also 
to look at the school holistically and chart it and map it for the future. Oh. It's, um, it's every morning you wake up invigorated. You have uh, made the most of this experience, I can tell you that. Murray, the search committee did a good job on this one, right? <laughs> the best, this is, this is uh, you know, there's no, no, no going mm. back. It's just, just the... It's the first 15 years. Uh, Rabbi has at least uh, twice as many years uh, left. Right, that's wow. <laughs> we're not. We're, it's a Thank lifetime you. deal, and lot may come out Rabbi. That's right, Kushner Schools, the Atid Society event happens on Sunday, November the 21st at the beautiful theater uh, in Livingston, New Jersey. And those of you out there who are not necessarily affiliated with the Kushner Schools, you are invited as well. I saw it up close and personal as I, when I was at one of the events uh, for the Atid Society. People came from far and wide just because of the great entertainment. Uh, Batsheva and Murray spend a lot of time to make sure to do a high-class event that's going to be attractive to people, uh, and it'll, and it'll you know, strike a chord with people when they hear who's performing. This year, it's Elon Gold. Made quite an impression on us a couple of weeks ago on the air, and he's re- raring to go on November the 21st. Uh, for the Atid Society. Again, the phone number, 862-437-8192. 862-437-8192. Lauren Shapiro is the contact, Shapiro at jkha.org. Murray, anything else you'd like to add about the big November 21st event? Well, I thank you. I'm just that we've been planning for it, and uh, we're excited for it. And uh, I really want to, uh, again, give a shout-out uh, my amazing nephew, uh, Jeremy uh, Halpern, uh, and Dove Landau, the, the co-presidents of the school, their leadership, and that Jeremy did what a great spot for Yad Vashem. They say, well, <laughs> is he going to come on with us at 8 a.m. to promote a team? Because, well, I'm, I'm on it, you know, beforehand for Yad Vashem. So we, we, we squared everything away. Everything was great, and uh, he did a great job, and and, uh, and I'm, I'm thrilled to be on with you and with uh, Rabbi Rubin. Uh, the leadership Thank is incredible, you, and uh, Bakshev and I are really just blessed to be in this community and to, to do our part to help. I think there's a spirit of, I, I want to use the word that the people, the lay leadership kind of competes amongst each other. How how can we help the school? And, and that's a group, a spirit the core. It's a, it's a wonderful feeling, uh, and, you know, that, uh, and, and to feel also that, uh, that uh, you know, that we've, we've had some degree of success here. And uh, that uh, we're building the strong foundation for the future of the school. And, and finally, Rabbi Rubin, and uh, let, let's spend less than thirty seconds on this. But I feel it's the obligatory question. Thank God, in November of twenty twenty one, I would have to assume the way you've handled things, and the way we've discussed it over the last few months, the school is operating in as normal a fashion as possible. And thank God, these students are feeling the vibrancy and the freedom uh, to whatever degree it could be provided in light of the whole situation. Uh, it's such an exhilarating feeling to hear, to go, you know, yesterday I walked through the hallways during lunch and to see the student body engaging in all sorts of co-curricular chess, robotics, computers, all in every time, taking in every moment of what we always just took for granted, but now realizing that it was uh, the spirit uh, and it was the energy that gave us the fuel to keep on going. So the answer is right. Sports is back programming back, clubs are back, and we're all just eager to continue operating with the safety protocols still in place and mitigating as much as possible, but creating a routine of regularity, which now is considered exceptional. Yeah, the rumor rumor is that even I could visit now in the building at some point. I don't know if that's true or not, but I would love to do so. so. (laughs) We'd love to have you. In fact, 
I wanted to add, again, back to what Murray said, you know, sure. our community, thankfully, is growing. Um, and that's because uh, the strength of each individual community that the that that where that orbits the school and the school is is as part of the partnership with the community and we we're so excited to launch the Moshe Baba year at Kushner. I'm not sure if you know about that. No, it's, uh, interesting. A great opportunity to open this camp here right on our campus. Um, beautiful wow. six acres of beautiful recreational campus and two gyms and indoor recreational places with a fantastic uh, Yocheved Orbach dining hall and using the Epstein Stein Auditorium. So our, our school is, is continuously looking forward uh, to engage all the wonderful opportunities to support our local Jewish community and the greater Jewish community. Wow, amazing. Absolutely amazing. That, that is great news. And yeah, there's no question. Those, those who follow the trends in the Jewish world in the United States have only incredible things to say about the growth of the uh, communities around uh, the Kushner schools. No doubt about it. Uh, Rabbi Rubin, good luck today. Please, please send regards to the Thank whole you, staff Nathan. and all the students, I if you don't mind. Come, come see us, Nathan. We'd love to host you. I, I hope sooner rather than later, frankly. When I get back on Tuesday, I'm hoping to uh, contact the appropriate people and make that visit. And Murray, our best about Sheva. Good luck on the 21st. It sounds like it's a it's going to be a uh, wonderful success. And call a vote for all you know. It'll be good to laugh a little, Nachum. <laughs> and Murray's <laughs> happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Murray, laugh. thank you so much. We'll take, looking forward to seeing you. Bye, Murray. Bye, bye, bye. Everyone, have a great day. Thank you very, very much. Yeah, it's good to laugh a little. Anybody who heard my conversation with Elon Gold, I was laughing, all right. The guy's funny. Information, contact the Kushner Schools at Tit Society event November the 21st if you're anywhere near Livingston, New Jersey. Or I, I saw people from far, far away from Livingston who came uh, to one of the events I was at. Uh, make sure to uh, get in your reservations and uh, make sure they have space for you on the 21st of November. More coming up. You're listening to a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Altamin, Altamin, Imi Malecho, Odom Lecho, Odom, Leogati, 
הקדוש ברוך הוא, עזוב אותי, אל תסתכל עליי, האומר הקדוש ברוך הוא, עזוב אותי, אל תסתכל עליי, אל תסתכל עליי, אל תסתכל עליי, הקדוש ברוך הוא אומר לו, בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד, הקדוש ברוך הוא אומר לו. בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד, בסדר גמור תסתדר לבד. ריבונו של עולם, אני לא מסודר, להסתדר בלעדיך. ריבונו של עולם, אני לא מסודר, להסתדר בלעדיך. ריבונו של עולם, אני לא מסודר.
J.M. in the A.M., that's uh, Carva done by um, uh, Eitan Katz, of course. Or, excuse me, Zusha and Eitan Katz. Yehuda Glantz, Anilo Musugal, Abba Yakar, that was Yishai Lapidot, and Yaakov Shweki Zyogati opened up that set here. 
at JMM. Got a great call from Dr. Rosenshine at Double Mazel Tov. The bris is coming Thursday tomorrow uh, of a brand new baby boy to Maishi and Svi Rosenshine. Mazel Tov to um, uh, Shmuel Aron. And um, and uh, I think uh, Shmuel Aron and his wife <laughs> add to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Adler, add to uh, Dr. and Mrs. Rosenshine, of course, the great grandparents, and Rabbi and Mrs. Gifter are celebrating Rifki and Yaakov Gifter's brand new baby girl out in Far Rockaway, born this morning. And we say Mazel Tov from all of that. And, and Rebitson Gifter, I'm talking about great grandmother Rebitson Gifter, is celebrating as well. So great Mazel Tov wishes here at JM and the AM on uh, all of those amazing smachot Baruch Hashem. JM and the AM, I just, uh, <laughs> I just realized that last, was it Friday? Last Friday, I don't think I, I did this announcement for listener Cena uh, because Mayor Fertig was in, and then I, I, I never got to it on Monday, and I apologize. Super mega happy birthday, I guess we'd have to say belated, uh, number 17 to Rachel Dina Gifter of Staten Island. Rhodey, I'm so proud of all your accomplishments. Can't wait to see you over Hanukkah. Meanwhile, enjoy the good wishes from afar. You know, I love you to the moon and back, and then some with much love from Bubby, Florida. Yeah, we know her as listener Cena. And apparently she's been very forgiving. I never heard a word about this after this was sent on Thursday. And I uh, went out of town a Thursday afternoon. So listen to Sita. Kudos to you for that. And, of course, the best wishes for a Mazel Tov and happy birthday from all of us right here at JM in the AM.
darkest times on a pitch black night He rode a horse of the purest white He knocked on the door, kind of prisoner free In his hand, a bag of money What shall I do when the money runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky What shall I do when the gold runs dry? Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And I call the man, you don't need me And I call the man, you don't need me And I call the man, you don't need me I need me, I need me They surrounded me These three words they set me free When you got no strength and you cry and please Lost in the forest can't find the trees Here's what you do when the money runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky Here's what you do when the gold runs dry Here's a prayer that could pierce the sky And call the mayor on Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard a listener's sponsored digital radio around the world of web and AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network, and of course, in the beloved NSNF. Wrapping it up with Eighth Day in Alaka, you heard Ufarat's the words from this week's Parsha from Rogers Park. Shlomo Katz had Harani, Simcha with Eitz Chaim, and I thank you all for tuning in. Big thanks to all of our guests this morning here at JM and the AM. Full day coming up, including live lunch with Avrami at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Use the app for your requests and comments. Go to the NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone, and listen along. And a special hello to all the new listeners out there. That's one thing I discovered last night at the um, at the Pidyon Aben. Again, a big mazel tov to the, um, uh, to the uh, new parents. 
And a special thank you to Morris Esses. Learned there are a lot of new listeners out there, which is an amazing feeling. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.